Is God about rules or relationship? Real life starts now. Welcome to Real Life with evangelists Han and Kathleen Lay, where people with real problems find answers in a real God. Welcome to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Lay, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Lay. Later in the show, you'll hear from Ryan Rampton, who was on our previous show, who had an experience of dying and coming back, and had a great revelation of God's love and acceptance. For me, growing up, it was very ritual. I believed there was a God. I believed God was there, but He was very far, and I had to say a ton of prayers to even have Him hear me or go through different saints or even Mm -hmm. Mary. So for me, it was about how good I was being, and if I wasn't, then, uh, you know, He may even smite me because Mm -hmm. I just messed it up. And what was the line? What was the rule that I, you know, needed to have or follow without breaking it and falling into a place of Him rejecting me? Well, you know, I think a lot of people can feel like religion, it's like a set of rules. Mm -hmm. And if you, you know, go outside of those rules, you pray the wrong way or something, then something bad will happen. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem with rules is because with rules, when you break the rules, consequences come. Right. (laughs) And so, you know, we live this life, like just live in between the lines and we're good. And yes, those are all good things. You know, rules are necessary. I'm not saying they're not necessary. But I think God is really about relationship. And mm-hmm. the Bible says in Romans chapter 10, 4, it says, For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. And what that means is, is that Christ fulfilled the law. He literally became a sacrifice for our sins, for our mess ups, for the times we did break the rules so that he could keep relationship with us. Because mm-hmm. usually when you break the rules, it's going to break the relationship. That's really what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But we've already broken all the rules and you know, aren't doing a great job at it. But he already fulfilled that and he made it the end of the law so that righteousness can be to anyone and everyone who believes. When you believe in Jesus Christ, a change happens. Something begins to change in your life. You're no longer trying to live by the rules because you have to or because you're afraid something bad is going to happen, but you're living by the rules, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. You're doing things not because you have to, it's because you get to. You know, it changes everything. Your heart literally changes. But someone who's just living by the rules, well, honestly, you can live by the rules and maybe try to find a way to cheat the system, but your heart really doesn't change. Mm. And that's the difference between is God seeking just rules or relationship? He's really seeking your heart. Mm -hmm. He's seeking relationship with you. If we break it down to just a family situation with our kids, you know, rules were meant to protect our children, not meant to, okay, I'm going to love you or not love you. Mm, and true. when our kids break the rules, we still love them. But you know what? They keep the rules because they love us. Mm. And so that's why we keep God's rules, which is loving our neighbor as ourselves, loving him before all things, because we love him. We're going to hear from Ryan Rampton after the break. Real life is made possible by people like you. We'd like to take this opportunity to sincerely thank you for your generous support. We couldn't do it without you. May God bless. Welcome back to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Light. Hello, everyone. Joining us once again is Ryan Rampton, and he's been sharing with us how he had a, they call it a near-death experience, but he really died and came back. Mm-hmm. And he grew up a Mormon. However, he received Jesus in his heart. He believed in Jesus and that he was the way, but never felt like he was good enough. And when he died, he saw a light and then he actually got to see Jesus face to face. He had a life review and just a powerful time. 
but he was given a choice whether to come back or not. And he experienced so much love and so much joy that he didn't want to come back until he saw his children on the earth. And then he said, I better go back as hard as it was. Let's welcome to the show. Ryan, thanks for being with us. Hey, thanks so much for having me back. Yes. So Ryan, you were given a choice to come back to earth and you said it was one of the hardest decisions you had ever made in your life because you loved being in the presence of the Lord. And it was so amazing. You never even knew you could experience this feeling, but you saw your kids and decided to come back. Tell me about that. Yeah, so it was. It was the hardest decision. And I love my kids more than anything on this planet. And it was so hard to leave the Lord and make that decision to come back mm-hmm. because I did not want to ever, ever leave. I was so completed, so whole. Like it felt like you're reunited with home, with mm-hmm. everything that makes you whole. Wow. It's so beyond anything that I've experienced and was so hard to come back. Mm. But I knew I needed to do it. I knew I had a duty to these kids. So I told the Lord I needed to come back. And honestly, it was like getting hit by a truck. Like I went from God to the electricity back in my body, like bam, the electricity hit me so hard. It felt like getting hit by a semi truck. Because mm. I went from this blissful, most wonderful feeling I ever had back to pain, back to suffering, back to getting hit by this electricity. And I was like, Dear God, please help. And when I said that, the cord moved. It was like somebody pulled on it. Wow. And remember, like I could be the incredible Hulk, be the strongest man in the world, and you can't overcome your own muscles when you're being electrocuted. It doesn't yeah. matter how strong you are. So the Lord pulled on that cord, but this is the interesting thing. He still let me struggle with pulling that cord out, but he made up the impossible part. How much is that like the atonement of Christ? How much is that like his sacrifice? He lets us struggle in this life. He wants us to do our best, Mm. but he does something that is impossible for us to do. Well, that's exactly how pulling that cord out of my mouth was. Mm. I had to struggle. I had to do my part. But God made up the impossible part and pulled that out, and that cord pops out of my mouth. Well, that cord, the electricity, was somehow keeping me conscious. Mm. Because as soon as it was pulled out, like everything went boom, and I crashed and I hit the floor. Mm. Well, my 12-year-old kid heard this, and he comes running in. He finds me on the floor, and he rolls me over, starts shaking me. And I take a spontaneous breath, and my eyes pop open, and I went, (gasps) And my kid grabs his mouth, puts both hands over his mouth, and he's like, oh, my gosh. And he grabs the phone. He calls 911. He says, I just found my dad laying on the ground. I rolled him over. He's got black smoke coming out of his mouth. His tongue's all black. And I don't know what happened to him, but he wasn't breathing. You know, you need to get here right away. So Mm. they took me up to the hospital. They go into the ER, and the doctor takes a look at me. And I had charcoaled a hole through the center of my tongue, about the size of a quarter. And this was like, if you'd ever gone camping and left a hot dog too long on the fire, where it crumbles and just turns into ash, that's what my tongue was. Mm. It was ash in the center. Mm. It had gotten so hot in there that it melted the mercury fillings of my teeth. Instead of black, they were this pretty silver afterwards. And the top ones were like, ran out, the silver ran out, and I had to get new dental work and all this. Well, the doctor takes a look at me and he tells me, he says, okay, well, I'm not worried about your tongue. He says, your tongue is very vascular. It will heal and knit itself back together within a couple of weeks. 
He says, I'm not worried at all about your tongue. You know, you're going to end up with a nice little scar. And I got a nice little scar on my tongue to show for it. He says, I'm not worried about your teeth. He says, you go to the dentist, get new fillings. He says, what I am worried about, he says, is 110 will cook you from the inside out. With higher voltages, like 220, you'll have an entrance wound and exit wound. They'll blow body parts off. He says, but 110 is low enough voltage that it will actually cook you. Mm. He says, I'm worried about all your organs being cooked. He says, I'm worried about brain damage, heart damage, kidneys, lungs. He says, everyone, your organs, he says, given the damage in your mouth, he says, you should have organ failure. You might even go into organ failure and die tonight. Mm. That's how serious this could be. He says, we're going to run some enzyme tests on you. And he says, it's not if you have damage. He says, I guarantee you do. Mm. He says, but... We want to know how bad it is and what we got to do to try to save your life or at least stabilize you and give you a little bit more time with your family before you pass. They ended up like, you know, tubing me up. They were worried about my airway swelling because of the damage to my tongue. They put IDs in me. They did all this stuff. They kind of sedated me, put me out. Well, I woke up the next morning and the nurses was taking the tubes out and everything like that and kind of packing everything up. And the doctor comes in. And he says, well, Mr. Rampton, he says, I discharged you from the hospital. You're free to go home. And I'm like, what? And he says, yeah. He says, I ran your test three times. He said, I kept sending it back to the lab because I didn't believe the results. In fact, I went down the third time myself to the lab and watched him run it because I thought that's impossible for you to have zero enzymes in your blood. He said, you should have some damage something. And he says, you have zero enzymes in your blood based on organ damage. Mm. He says, that is impossible given the damage in your mouth and what the electricity did to your mouth. He says, you should have organ damage. He says, I'm a man of science, not of faith. And I can't explain what happened to you, but you are a miracle. Go home and count your blessings. Wow. That is so powerful. And Ryan, you have been through so much through this and experiencing God after dying. Tell me a little bit of what you learned through this, being a miracle in life. What would you share with those who are listening? So what I want to let everyone know that is listening today is, number one, you are loved. You are so loved by God. You have no idea how deep and how unconditional that love is. Like in my whole life, I was thinking that I wouldn't be saved, that I wouldn't go home because I hadn't earned it. I hadn't been perfect. But let me tell you, God loves you so much. His love for you is unconditional. And what he wants, he wants your heart. He wants you to accept the Lord as your savior. He wants you to start loving one another. It doesn't matter about religion. It doesn't matter about rituals. Everything comes down to love. Do we love God? Do we love each other? Do we love ourselves? Can you love yourself? Can you forgive yourself for the mistakes you've made? Mm -hmm. I think that is the hardest one for most Christians. Wow. And that is such an amazing life lesson. And we're going to pray for those who are listening right now who need to forgive themselves or maybe others and to learn to love and just have that relationship with Jesus. Amen. Well, thank you, Father, so much that you do love us. And I think someone is listening right now and you're saying, I'm not sure if God loves me. He does love you. He sent his one and only son to die for you. All you have to do is receive the love. 
Receive it now. Jesus, we receive you. We believe in you. We thank you, Lord, that you died on the cross for our sins so that we can know you and truly know you. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you all. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Real Life.